You're going to hear my family in the background. Sorry. Hey, everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Benton with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. In fact, we've got someone coming back. Who do we yes, have? Yes, we have a returning guest with us today, Callie Tucker. She was born into country music royalty. She carries on her iconic last name with a style uniquely her own. Callie is the daughter of legendary country music singer LaCosta Tucker and also the niece of Tanya Tucker. Influenced by strong, successful women, Callie took the reins, designing her own brand of country music. And you may also remember her from season six of NBC's The Voice, where she was on Team Blake. And we're going to talk about all that and, and a lot some. more. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Hello. Good to be here. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Same, Same here. here. Last time it was audio, so we yes, couldn't see each other. Now video. Right. This time. So right. much better. So much better. It is. We love it. I love it. <laughs> so this last 18 months has been really crazy for a lot mm -hmm. of people and with COVID and all that. So how has COVID affected you? And what have you done to maneuver through this craziness? It's so, it is so wild. I remember when it first happened, it was like, you know, I was, I was performing six nights a week in Vegas and it was just like, oh, wow, everything felt one fell like a fly and the next one dropped like a fly. I mean, it just, you know, then you just realized, oh my gosh, I'm not playing. I'm not performing. I, what am I going to do? You have this, this, this moment of anxiety and fear, but I fell right into not having to, I mean, it was it, honestly, long story short, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It, wow. it gave me the time to regroup, heal mm -hmm. in so many ways. Um, and I was able to write some incredible songs for my EP that I would not have had the time to do if I didn't get this opportunity, this, this break. Um, yes, it's been a, a, a huge financial struggle for a ton of people, especially performers, you know, I mean, it was the first to definitely go and it's been the last to come, come back as far as, um, mm -hmm. you know, employment and things like that, you know, and doing mm -hmm. shows. So right. it's been difficult for a lot of the people, um, within my circle in Vegas. And I'm sure it was really hard for Nashville to kind of get back into the swing of things in Vegas. We are still have, having to wear masks and it's so odd because I'm in Nashville right now for the holidays and I'm about to do a show tomorrow here for the first time in years. It ain't no mask there. And we're no masks. So <laughs> it's yeah. so, so weird. I mean, the East Coast and West Coast is just, it's just really different right now. And it's kind of giving me whiplash, but I'm <laughs> honestly happy to be here. I don't have to be suffocated by the mask right now. Um, yeah. But, but all in all, it was, um, it was a, it was a time I feel like for a lot of just development as a human being and as an mm -hmm, artist yeah. as well. So I really am thankful for the time and it's redirected my life and my career in such a positive way that honestly, like it was a huge blessing in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, we take the, the hits, you know, mm -hmm. but in, in, in certain ways from all this and, and God bless everybody that has, um, I mean, I, I know so many people that have passed away from, from yeah. COVID, mm -hmm. so many people that have miraculously recovered from it. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's just been really, really, it's just been really scary for everybody. But um, thankfully, I actually never contracted it and none of my family did like really like anything bad. Yeah. So I'm very, very, very blessed in that regard. Um, but it's, it's just, I see the struggle for everyone else and I have to go. I am just thankful and blessed to, you know, still be in the position I am and now continuing to do music and things are opening up and, and jobs are becoming more readily av available for everyone. I'm just, I'm happy that it's going in a positive direction now. 
you know, we feel the same way as you because, you know, we launched this show January of 2020 um, with the intention of maybe 100 interviews the very mm -hmm. first year. And then COVID happens like two months later and I'm sitting there watching everything get shut down. I was like, um, wow, you know, this could be our time to shine. You know, I can't change COVID. Right. But, we you know, had to make the but best we had to make the best. Like you, were saying, yeah. you make the best of it. And so we ran hard. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year. And we're and tomorrow Amazing. we will hit number 500. Yes. Congrats. In fact, I, think, I think you're like 499. 499. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll in fact, that. tomorrow That's morning, we got one with Parker McCullen and he's going to be number 500. Yes. That Not that it was so planned cool. that way. It was just but that. No, it worked out. I yeah. wanted to be 500. How dare you? No. <laughs> you actually almost was. Almost we had a we had last minute cancellation up. the other mm -hmm. day because we were like about a week ago. We're like, you know, I think Callie's going to be number five. And we were excited about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then we had a cancel. Um, we had David Nail that was supposed to come on, but he had, you know, but he couldn't there come was, on. Yeah. So when that cancellation happened, it pushed it to the next day. That's okay. I'll take what I can get with you guys. Are you kidding me? I'm always, it's wonderful to have built such a cool relationship with you guys. And I hope to have many, many more interviews in the future. So this yes. is a, it's wonderful, wonderful. And, and it's been crazy because even though, as you know, we started as a country music interview show, I don't know if you've looked at it recently, but we've had a lot of actors and stuff come on now. Yeah, this Amazing. shows the evolution. We, yeah, we've but... opened the door to uh -huh. entertainment in general. I know so many people you should be interviewing. We'll have to I'll have to email you some. Yeah, you have to let us know that. Yes. I got I got a list. Because <laughs> our very first big actor that we had was Ed Asner. Oh yes. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, he we, was ninety-one a, years old at the time. Well, we had him last passed. December. Mm -hmm. This was it December. November. November. Yes. <laughs> Ed Asner. What 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 did he play in? I feel so, like that. Mary I that Tyler Moore. Oh, the Mary okay. Tyler Moore show. Yes. Oh my God. And, and the movie Up. Yeah. Another cool oh one God, that we recently like, had that. is this past mm -hmm. Saturday, we actually, we had the first runner up of Miss USA. Oh, we did. Caitlin Vogel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then yeah, yesterday we had Perez Hilton on. We did. Perez. Wow. You guys are really <laughs> yes. killing it. You guys are so, killing it. And, and again, we owe as much as well, I hate to say this, we kind of owe COVID all this because COVID really, even though that we don't want it to happen, we it helped us open that door because right. and the know, technology we, was here now and people had more time during that time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you, you have to, you know, it's, it's been really, really hard for some people and then also mm -hmm. really eye opening for others and an opportunity, you know, we, we find opportunities and sometimes the, the weirdest ways. So. You and know, you know, there's been many people that we've talked with that said it's been both where it's been really, really hard, but at the same time, it's open doors too. Yeah. I would nice. have to say, agree that that's been my case for sure. So, <laughs> you know, you know, and it, yeah, I mean, doing a whole lot more live streams when that happened, I was able to reach a whole lot more fans. So it was, it was it's been great. Yeah. And see that, and what's great for mm -hmm. music artists and of course, technology has always been here, but we never really took advantage of it. I think the future, and I've already starting to see people do this is where concerts are going to be. You're still going to have your live concerts, but you'll be able to set your live streams up there too, so that that way you're getting the best of both worlds. Absolutely. Yeah, we're doing that tomorrow night, actually. Um, I'm playing a show here uh, in Brentwood, which Brentwood's where I grew up, Brentwood, Tennessee. Oh, wow. Brentwood High School, Brentwood Middle. Yes. Um, 
but of course I'm, invi I'm inviting everybody that I've ever known, you know, from my entire mm -hmm. life. So I'm hoping everybody will show up tomorrow and, and just have a really fun, fun night with me, but we're going to live stream it as well from Facebook and IG. I've got That's some great. of my people here helping me, um, you know, accomplish that. But yeah, I mean, you know, if you can't be at a show, it's okay. You know, we're going to, we're going to make sure you're going to get to see it. So yeah, technology is insanely valuable to performers right now. And I think that's actually been a, that's the blessing. Because again, imagine if COVID would have happened five years ago, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. It would have been a lot more it difficult. Been yeah, really Communication different. and getting no. things done. Yes, that would have been very difficult and probably very expensive for some people, you know. This, oh, yes. this technology was probably a software you had to buy and it was, you know, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. everybody had to have it. And if you didn't have it, you had to go buy it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. <laughs> So as you know, a lot of people, they see you, they see the big artists, the, you know, and, and the big actors and all that. They see the glory behind everything you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the no. struggles it takes to get there. And I always want to talk about that because I think sometimes people, they think it's easier than this. So they, they're like, oh, I got the talent. I can make it. Mm -hmm. We both know that that's just not true in this day and time. It takes way more than talent, it takes networking, takes the right connections, the right timing, everything. So tell us a little bit about the struggles and sacrifices you've had to go through to get to even where you are today. It's, it's, it's hard to even begin this, this conversation because <laughs> a, it's, a, it's emotional. <clears throat> B, I'm still on the grind. Um, and, and they think because of your last name, it's you got it made and they're so wrong. Mm -hmm. well, let me tell all your viewers, I'm an unsigned artist. I'm not with a record label. And the, the main goal is to actually be signed and have that machine behind me for distribution, for touring, mm -hmm. for all the things that I just frankly cannot do on my own. I cannot, I do not have that type of personality. Um, I have, um, I've been on the grind doing this for, I don't know, most of my whole life and trying to get to the next level of my career has always been, um, just such the biggest challenge. Now, when I left, when I left Nashville, people thought I was crazy, but, <laughs> but here's the deal. I'm a businesswoman. I'm an artist and I'm a businesswoman. And I knew that there was not money to be made as far as my, I was concerned at the time. And it could be different now here in Nashville right. performing live. And I wanted to go where I knew I was going to be appreciated, appreciated as an entertainer. Mm -hmm. I was going to get paid. I was going to be able to make a living and, um, and actually be able to reach a huge, huge fan base because the town is so transient. You know, we've yeah. got yeah. people every single day coming from different countries all over the world coming to see live entertainment. So I've built an incredible following that way. I've become an incredible entertainer and I'm not tuning my own horn, but I, I think my, my, my biggest asset is the fact that I'm a great live performer and I'm so proud of that. You know, I may not be the best songwriter. I may not be the best studio singer, but I know I'm a great live performer and it's all due to my years in, in Las Vegas. Now it's kind of like at the point where I've written this incredible album and I got really, really lucky working with this producer. I work with, his name is Gahara, PK Degadenzi. We call him PK because he was a preacher's kid. So but he, produced, <laughs> he was a preacher's his, kid. Yeah. He's a preacher's kid. So yeah, I, um, so, yeah. the turn of events, how that took, how I actually got to meet him is through my live performances. Otherwise he wouldn't have known me. So um, I got to meet him and my co-writer, Trisha Batani. Um, and we are all just like this incredible unit um, as far as our, our writing and our, our producing. So, um, and we've been working together to create this sound and it has taken four years, four wow. years of trial and error and just kind of like talking to a thousand people within the industry and trying to get 
feedback, noticed, uh, also be and like, be true to myself, who's that, who I am as an artist. But, um, when you're doing this, I mean, you're running a business. So when, even when you get these songs done, even when you, you know, get like a, a lyric video, there's so much money, there's so much cost at hand. And a lot of people don't, I mean, I certainly don't have a ton of money to be able to, you know, just splurge on myself, but everything I do make absolutely goes back into my career. 100%. So, um, it's, um, it's, there's so many aspects to it that are extremely frustrating, um, to not be able to get done. Um, and it, I think at the end of the day, like I don't put a ton of, um, weight on social media because I think it's a fleeting thing. I absolutely want to use it as a platform to reach out to my fans and, um, and to be able to have that connection with them, especially if they're not local. But I think it's very sad how the industry has turned into this thing where, you know, ba- ba- I'm um, you're only validated based on the number of likes or engagements or followers you have. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really, really sad because yeah, record really labels talented. won't even look at you if you don't have that. Yeah. Well, but a lot of them won't. And I'm, I'm hoping that some will because <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm not I feel like, you know, there hopefully will be a team of people that help help um, help with the social media aspect of that. You know, I can do I can do my part, but I'm such a creative um, being that you know that that's just not a priority for for myself. So you know, mm-hmm. um, even though I, I do work at it, I think I'm very consistent with everything I do. I think at the end of the day, having that machine like a label behind you really really mm-hmm. does help push you forward, oh, yeah. especially when it comes yeah. to distribution and and um, you know, it's kind of like we've we've laid out the groundwork for what could be and at this point so i'm i'm just you know looking for the right people to to continue to build my team together and that's very difficult because there's a lot of you know not so great people in the industry sometimes (laughs) because you got to be real careful there is so many i mean i literally i mean writing a book is the only way i could explain it i mean it's just so there's so much to it there's so much behind it um and you have to be so well-rounded and Mm -hmm. and it's just, um, it's really, really interesting to live in this this lifestyle. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm really looking forward to releasing. Um, I just released my song, Dandelion, my first mm-hmm. single off um, oh, well. the EP. I'm so proud of it. And it's, it's great. Really, oh, yes, we love it. Thank you. It's just really, it's really different. It's really fun. You know, my style of writing is, is always going to be different. It will never be as traditional as I've you know, a lot of the country songs out there, but I do consider myself a country singer. Um, kind of like, you know, if I'm branding myself the next Shania Twain, you know, I just want it to be very unique, different uh, style wise. And you probably get, and you probably get where, uh, like, I know that um, a lot of the, when they got legend families, um, get compared to your legend family and you're not that. And that's probably, that's probably the hardest thing to live up to. I think people have a difficult time with it. I don't, I, I, I really, I mean, I know who I am. There's no, there's no denying that. Like I know exactly my sound. I know where I see it going. I know, I know the evolution of what I'm going to be. I mean, it's mapped out and I know exactly what it looks like. Um, so, you know, the beginning, the beginning stages of all, all of that is just, just one very, very tiny piece of me. And yeah, that's the Tucker um, spirit. Huh? I mean, we're, we're pretty, uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> We're, we're, we're hardcore chicks. I mean, that's so denying that. I mean, it's either our way or the highway, I guess. No, <laughs> we're easy. I'm, I'm easy to work with. I'm not. I'm so not what was it with. like being living the Tucker family? I mean, I mean, growing up, it, you know, being around royalty. Yeah. 
I don't mean it's no different than you living, you know, around your aunt, your mom or anything. <laughs> you know, um, but we definitely did do some amazing things. Like I remember just, you know, um, God, the, we went on two cruises as, as children while Tanya performed and my mom was on the road with her a lot of that time. And um, we would do fanfare. And I think that was my, my most favorite memory, to be honest. Oh, fanfare okay. was incredible because um, we were just kids and we'd run around this fairground just, you know, hanging out with Dean Dillon and Winona Judd and going over yeah. here and saying hey to Faith Hill, the Dixie Chicks and I mean, we just had a great, I mean, it's such, the 90s were a blast for me. And and, and if I, if my family ha hadn't been obviously who they are, then I wouldn't have gotten those, those really cool memories. To us, the 90s still produced the best country. I, I actually agree. I, I don't, I don't think that, that you'll ever get better than that. Like, oh God, mm -hmm. and I, I mean, Brooks and Dunn and Vince oh, Gill yes. and Reba, I mean, it's just the best. This, that was the best time. I feel like I should have been a country singer in the 90s. <laughs> that would have well, been amazing. You can always bring it back, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll let me get my pop country out of the way and then we'll do that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's, what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying is like my evolution will be in, in, in extreme ways, probably like, yeah. you know, from pop country to, yep. you know, sw swinging it back old school and then intermixing different, you know, different genres into this, this country, what I call country music, you know, will be and that's a fun, what it's always been journey. about. And that's what I think exactly. country music is always, you know, you have, you have these people that always sounds, say, oh, you know? if it's not traditional, it's not country. And I have to laugh at that because even Johnny Cash and his, as you know, in his day, he was the outcast he, and the he outlaw. was going to destroy yeah. country music, mm -hmm. you know, all these people from that day. And I think that country music is about the blend of all the different musics, because if you like traditional country, we have it. If you like pop it. country, we have it. If you like Christian we country, it. we have it. So mm -hmm. I, if you like hip hop country, we have yeah. it. Yeah. I think yeah. country, of because of all the blends of it, is the best music out there. Yeah, I think we have the the strongest fan base in the entire world. I mean, because oh, we yes. do have something for everyone. And we're mm -hmm. always going to continue to create. And, you know, there's, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I feel like we're, there's, there's something magical about not being cookie cutter and being mm -hmm. able to not be cookie cutter in this particular genre. Um, and it's, it's really fun. <laughs> it's really, really fun. I mean, if you take a pop beat, put a banjo to it or a steel guitar, I mean, you got something really interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 it's really, it's been really fun to play around with. Um, and I think there's also um, a stigma of style of writing um, when it comes to, comes to country music. Like there's um, there's a way of writing, and I don't know if yeah. you guys know this. Mm -hmm. There's a way of writing a country song as opposed to writing a pop song. And um, I've had a few people tell me they're like, well, "That's a, that's a pop song." I was like, <laughs> and they're like, "It's just because how you wrote it." I'm like, "Whatever." <laughs> I just wrote the song. You're breaking all the song. rules, right? I'm breaking the rules on such a yes. level. <laughs> and I hope to always be a rebel. I hope I can always, you know, um, but that again, that's the Tucker name. They're rebels, right? That's right, baby. <laughs> we don't play no games. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. I like to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it fun. Always, you know, always keep it interesting. And you've got to, cause you know, in this day and time, you know, there, there's, you know, when you look at people with, let's say nine to five jobs and nothing against nine to five jobs, but you know, sometimes they get in this rut and they're miserable at their job. I, you know, with being a creative and you're like yourself, you have to have fun or it becomes that rut. And you don't, you know, being a performer, if you get in that rut, then your audience will catch that. 
let me tell you something. I mean this with every bone in my body that I am not, I'm, I'm not myself if I'm not performing. I am not myself if I'm not singing. It is a, it's a deep, it's a deep wound hurt when I go for too long without getting to do what I'm not writing. Like there's something sick about it. I'm really sick in the head. Like I love it so much. It is absolutely my passion. It is, it is my purpose without a doubt. Um, I, 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 and I don't mind saying I'm the hardest working performer in country music right now. There's no doubt about it. Like mm -hmm. I am on the grind 24 seven Wow. working right. towards this, this big goal. Um, and you know, it's, uh, it's, it's everything to me. Um, it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's 100% my life. I love it so much. Like it, it, I, I understand when somebody has a passion for something and they don't get to do it for their living. Mm. It hurts my heart, mm -hmm. hurts my soul because I do get to do this and no, I'm not at the level where I want to be. I'm going to get there. I'm not there mm. yet, but I'm going to mm -hmm. get there. You know, I just uh, encourage everybody to do what makes them happy. And it's really hard to find that sometimes when you mm -hmm. are in a nine to five, and you yes. are stuck in a rut. It's really hard for me because I don't have a steady income. Like I'm, I'm always like going here, going there, like mm -hmm. trying to figure out where I'm at. So there's a lot of drawbacks to what I do as well, but I'm so damn happy. <laughs> <laughs> and so. you know, we get exactly where you're coming from because like, you know, I was telling you before the show that we visited Nashville four times this year we did, and yeah. a couple of times we went to Kentucky with it. So, so basically we were away from the show for like two weeks and I'm like yes. about three, four days in, I'm like, okay, I'm getting <laughs> withdrawals here. I need to be able to interview people. hundred percent. Yeah. You guys have the, you, you guys found your niche, you know? And, you know, I found mine and it's, yeah, it's, you can't live without it. Once you start it, it's a, it's a drug. I am a druggie. <laughs> and, and, that's what I love about, and that's what I love about our show is because, and I think that's what turns me on with the show so much is because I live my life based on passion. So I'm bringing all these people from all walks of life within the creative um, inter entertainment that's industry. Right, who are pursuing, who are pursuing passion, they're either at the yeah. top or they're pursuing but either way, they have that passion. And so their passion rubs off on me because it's like, I, I love to listen to people's story. I love to see people that are chasing that dream. Because again, that's what we're doing. You know, we want to be the Bobby Bones, the Ty Bentleys, the Kelly Clarkson yes. show eventually. So we're chasing yes. the same dream y'all are just on a different platform. And I think you guys are absolutely going to get there, by the way. So you're great interviewers. It's fun to talk to you. It's fun to talk to two at once. I really like that. Husband and wife. It makes so much sense. I, I'm all about it. So, yeah, no, it's, it's great. That. You know, I just I just hope that um, my hope for the music industry is that we we do veer away from this whole need to for validation and, mm -hmm. and social media and the following and, and those things like that. Because, you know, here's the deal. Let me break it down. I grew up in an age. I was born in 1985. Age is me, but I don't care. And <laughs> we, we didn't get a computer until, you know, the late 90s, maybe. Yeah. We were told, get off your computer. Don't watch the TV. Stop playing mm -hmm. your Nintendo. Right. Get out there, read a book. Go outside and play. Yes. Make some friends. So I grew up with that mentality. So why would I be doing this as an adult? Mm -hmm. Right. I just don't. That's just not in my my DNA. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I really hope and encourage um, people to, yes, be active on social media and and, you know, build your following as much as you can. Um, but I, I hope that talent 
and pure talent and, and drive and work ethic will always rise to the top as opposed to what your what your number is. I find exactly. that very exactly. disheartening so that that is the situation. So um, utilize these incredible tools, but, um, but, but, but know what's real. Know what's real. Because it should be a tool, not become your life. Exactly. It's fun. It's crazy. Technology was was created uh, is to help enhance your life, Mm -hmm. but people now have taken it so far that it's it's become become their life. Yeah, become their life. Yeah, and that's that's a great word to use. It it enhances um, your your talents, your work, um, whatever it is that you're doing in your life. You know, and I love to see that people uh, make make a career out of it. You know, and and and, or they're they're deciding. You know what? I'm I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to start my own um, um, candle making business and they can do that through, through social media and mm-hmm. the marketing yeah. tools and, and Etsy and things like that. But I think, I think we need to just take a step back for a second and look at the bigger picture and, and um, you know, and, and know that, you know, it is what it is and, and hopefully uh, uh, things will just kind of uh, calm down, <laughs> calm down just a bit on it. I just, I, I just want to play live shows. That's all I care about. Honestly, I just want to write songs. I want to record. I want to play live shows. And I hope people come to those. Yeah. So Exactly. I, just, I love that. Now, as you know, a lot goal. of people, they see you and the other artists and all that, but they don't see the teams behind y'all. In our opinion, teams never get they the don't. love they deserve. On our no. show, they do. So take a few moments to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Okay, so our first shout out to Trisha Batani. Um, she's a she's the one that actually got got the whole ball rolling with PK. They're actually um, um, boyfriend and girlfriend, but they're also musical partners. And they're oh, wow. I'm like, how do you guys make that work? It's incredible. Um, they're a great team. She, um, um, her friend Lauren uh, Jennifer Gates. Shout out to Lauren. She introduced Trisha to me at one of my shows. She's like, hey, you got to come see this girl. She's incredible, blah, blah, blah. So brought her to my show. Trish got on the phone on the phone with PK, said, Hey, you gotta we got a recorder. And you know, I was thinking like Adele or something at the time. He goes, Yep, let's do it. So I owe everything to the to, to those three. I mean, for making all of that happen. Um, but I work really closely with Trisha and and PK. Um and uh that's pretty much it. That's my team. I have um I have my friends that that always kind of you know show me support and help me out when I when I need. But as far as musical team, like that is it. I am looking for management, really really great manager, with uh, a good track record. Not just saying, you know has has a has some history behind them. A great agent uh, agency to work with uh, that it can you know eventually introduce me to you know a great label that's the right fit for me. I wouldn't just by the way I wouldn't just like I, I feel like a lot of artists would be like oh I just want to get signed with a label I don't care. Like, no, you know, those, you got to be, you got to read the fine print. You you have to be really, really careful. I don't, I'm not just going to sign on the dotted line for the first one. How many many (laughs) times have you seen, and this happens a lot, and I hate to say this, but where you hear stories where they were so excited, the label came to them and they didn't realize it, but the label had an agenda because they, they put all this money in this one artist and you're kind of competing with the same audience so yep. because of that, they come to you and they say, you know what? We, we'd like you, want to sign you. And you don't go get attorney look over the contract. So you sign and then they bench you for three years. See that shelf over there? That's where you're going. <laughs> yeah. And it happens a lot. It does. You know, you have, you have to be, I mean, 
at the end of the day, this is music business. Business. You have to do your research. You have to do your due diligence. You have to see like what, what is you know. I've been in it long enough. Like I can see a snake a mile away, and I can see a bad deal a mile away. And I'm so grateful for all those bad experiences I had to teach me those lessons. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's um, you know, uh, what will be will be, and mm-hmm. I think I bring something extremely unique and different and creative and fun and sexy to the table uh, that country music is is needing right now as a female country artist and um so i think i've 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 got a lot to bring but um yeah i i wouldn't want to to put myself in the position of getting shelved or not getting my music played simply because i was because that would crush that, that would crush anybody who is like all in with this it would especially it's if they own the rights to your music can you imagine right. that would yes. be really really scary um before I, I go on, like I want to give a shout out to my mom. My mom is also my biggest, she's my biggest fan, my biggest teammate. She's very, very extreme. She's extremely supportive in everything I do. But musically, you know, if it wasn't for her, I would not be doing this. I would not. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's my 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 unsung hero. And oh, yeah. I wanted to see, you know, I, I know looking back at her career, she could have gone a, really, really far, much yeah. farther. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also a really important reason why being a successful artist in this industry is so important to me so that I can, you know, kind of live up to what she, she should have done, you know, Mm -hmm. and and carry on that, that legacy for her um, in a certain way. You want to build on where she left off. Yeah, and we we talk all the time about doing a record together, oh, wow. doing a Christmas oh, album together, amazing. doing tours mm-hmm. together. You know, she still got it. You know what I mean? So that all that is is so magical and incredible to envision and dream of and think about. Um, I just think people would go nuts over it, especially her fans. You know, intermixing uh, her mind. Yeah. I think it'd be such now, did she know from thing. the beginning that this passion was in you? Yes. Yes. I, you know, the one regret I have is doing pageants. I wish I'd never done them. I felt like I wasted a lot of time. Mm -hmm. I wasted a lot of time with my younger years focusing on that, thinking that that was going to be an incredible platform for me to, to to get into music. Yeah. So we didn't know, we just thought it was the right thing to do. And it obviously taught me a lot of discipline and, and it gave me a lot of insecurities about my body, but you know, oh, wow. I mean, it, it, it's good, bad, and, and in between. Like, I, but I, I do wish I, I mean, we spent a lot of money we didn't have back then on dresses and just mm-hmm. hair and makeup and just stuff like that. I just wish we'd never done it. And I had just really focused in on how to make this work for me musically. How do I get my foot in the door? Who do I need to be writing with? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, just, just doing, uh, focusing on that. That, that was, that's way more important, you know? Um, but better late than never. You exactly. Know? Exactly. <laughs> so, so when you look yeah. back on your life so far, when did it click for you that you could make a career from music? I knew I always could, but I don't feel like I've ever had the the support that I really needed. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a it takes a village. I didn't realize yes, it that does. it does. Absolutely. I did not. I, I always said I was gonna. Oh, I'm doing it on my own. I'm doing it on my own. I'm doing it on my own thinking that I was good enough to just find the right people and it would magically happen. I feel, <laughs> I feel stupid. I mean, I wasted a lot of time not working with the right people and, you know, feeling very defeated 
you know, at the yeah. end of the day mm-hmm. and used, very used. Wow. And I will not allow to be used again. Like, thank God I know all these, these things, these lessons, <laughs> but it clicked for me. I, I mean, it clicked for me a long time ago. I mean, I don't even remember the, the last, when, when I, when I, when I didn't think of doing this, I just got into ruts of doing a pageant or trying to work at a bar in Nashville paying rent because I just wanted to be on my own, you know, live on my own, you know, and I, I just didn't have the team and the support to get to where I needed to go. Family in the industry or not, I didn't have it, period, oh, okay. you know. So everything I've ever done has been on my own up until, you know, now I'm in, thank God I have some of the people that I do in my life, but, but there's been no, like, there just hasn't been the support. And it's really, really hard. And I keep saying that, but it's, if you just don't have people in your corner helping you, it is so hard. Is and so I love hard. that you're talking about this because of how tough this is, because I want a lot of people to understand just because you have the legacy name doesn't mean it's going to come easy for you. Everybody thinks, oh, you know, the next generation of artists, they've got it made, but they don't. You know, you no. have to earn your keep just the way your mom. I think it's her. even harder. That's I think true. it's even harder. Because people you know, think yes. you should live up to that. And then, then when it doesn't, they're like, okay, what's wrong? I don't really know what people's expectations are of me. And I, I don't care. You know, I, I've, <laughs> I've had to not care because the fact that I haven't, you know, had, had any help in this, it's been a, I had to discover everything on my own, especially who I was in a, as an artist. And I think that was, that was on me. I tried doing like electronic rock at one point. I tried to do, um, <laughs> you know, dr- dream pop. I was doing all these different things and listening to all these different styles of music. And I was, it wasn't that it was wrong. It just, yeah, I was trying to develop myself. You know, they have, they had these back in the day, these developmental deals for artists mm-hmm. where they develop your sound and they help you figure out who you are. But I had to do that on my own. And it took a lot longer than somebody that has a team of people pushing and helping you. So, you know, finally, I feel like I'm in a place where you know, I've wow. got, I finally got that figured out and it's, it's, you know, it's tough. It's really, really tough. And, and even still, you know, you want to make sure you're working with the right people. And I'm up against, you know, the different things against me now. And, and, but I think there's way more positive things going on. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I wouldn't be in music if it wasn't for my family, my family. I'm very, 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 very grateful. And I love that I come from this incredible country music um, royalty background. It's great, but it is just as hard as anyone else trying to make it. Yeah. It is, it's, it's not any easier. I don't have a leg up in anything. I'm getting a meeting with it, with a manager, getting a meeting with a label is like pulling teeth, you know? So <laughs> it's, it's very, it's, it's very difficult. Um, and I'm not sure um, what the magic the magic key, key is or the magic word or the password to do that is. Um, and I go back to social media and I think, I hope that's not the key. I yeah. really, really yeah. hope that. And in, at the end of the day, it's not the key. It's a part of the puzzle, but is it the key? So um, I, I'm still learning. I'm still growing and I'm still discovering um, all these different things. And the industry changes year to year about what their expectations are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You know, me trying to meet up to all of those is extremely. I think the work ethic is one of the keys, because if you really think about it, you know, it's like I always like to say this analogy where, you, you know, you're on this hill and you're pushing this big boulder up. You can't see the top of the hill because the boulder is so big. 
So you're put, all you can do is push. You know the top of the hill somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere up I know, there. You know I, it. And, I and know exactly look, what it looks yeah, like. And, and if you look back, the boulder will start to roll backwards a little bit. So you can't really turn back to look where you've come. So you just got to hook your head down and keep pushing and keep, keep pushing. Going. And the day will come if you don't quit to where you yeah. get on top of that hill and you can ride the boulder down until the mm -hmm. next hill. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, I, 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 you have to use your imagination because you can't see over that boulder. I know what it looks like in my head. I know what that over that mountain, over that hill looks like. But yeah, I'm going to keep pushing and keep, keep rolling that boulder up the hill until, you know, I can finally go. <sighs> <laughs> we know the feeling. Yeah, we get it. You know, it's, it takes yeah. a lot to do 500 interviews in less than two years. Yes, I'm sure. That's that's a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love to talk. But again, even yes, even though I love to love talk, it. there are still days of where I wake up the next morning. Where morning I'm like, oh god, I got another interview to well, do. Well, you know what? It's not even that. It's uh, so after you do um, let's say after you do a song or a music video or after you do an interview with someone, you've got mm -hmm. this, you've got this footage, you got this audio. How do you get it out there? Mm -hmm. Marketing, mm -hmm. marketing, a marketing strategy, and and you're paying a lot for marketing. At least I am on some occasions. I'm like, yeah. wow, mm -hmm. I'm paying yes. a lot of money to try to get this one little thing out when I've got right. thousands of one little things. So how do I get that out? So that's why people are always, um, I get a little, I get a little aggravated because I go, everybody's like, oh, you, you, you can make it on your own. You don't need a label. And I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know me. I have been trying to make this work on my own for way too long. So having that machine with the distribution and the teams of people for social media, touring, yeah. marketing, promotion, uh, branding, having all of those people, incredibly talented people at your fingertips to be able to work with mm -hmm. oh, would be insanely and wonderful, but it is hard. Yeah. Like, so, so, so what if we've got the songs and music out, who's going to hear it? Our friends exactly. and family, how do you get it to the next point? I'm still at a loss. I'm like, gosh, how, how much more money can I spend on marketing? ads and, and things like that to get it out there you know it's um it, i think the duet with your tough. mom would be a big thing i actually agree i love that we I, when you that. said yeah, that i was like idea, you know what yeah. that could be the game changer for you yeah yeah that yeah. would be amazing I, we need I'd to really make that happen. See that happen well while we're, we're see um i'm i'm here until january 3rd but on the 20th we're going to fly out to Florida and visit my brother and my niece oh, wow. and, mm -hmm. uh, and then come back here and I'll spend, you know, New Year's Eve with mom and just have fun here in Nashville uh, for those days. So maybe we'll have a little practice. We'll have a little, yeah. couple yeah. little rehearsals and uh, I got, I got mm -hmm. my, all my music set up for, for my show tomorrow. So oh, <laughs> let me promote my, let me promote my show again. It's oh, at Bella Nolte. Mm -hmm. Bella Nolte at City Cafe in Brentwood, Tennessee. <laughs> Starts at 6.30. They are taking reservations. I would love to see anybody that that's in Nashville or the surrounding areas. I'd love to see some old friends and make some new ones and, you know, bring 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 what I got to y'all. It's going to be fun. Love, love that. <laughs> you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host or nine-year-old. No way. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. He, he asked three He's questions now, now instead of just yes. one. I love these. I'm so excited. So I'm Sandy's going to go get him. And then um, our almost three-year-old daughter, that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show too, because we are a family affair show. That's awesome. <clears throat> I can't. We can't imagine not bringing family into it. I I love that. You got. That's he's carry out. You got on the tradition. 
Yeah, we always joke that he's our um, secret weapon because a lot of times, you know, an artist will come on the show and if they're doing a live stream a couple days later, they'll end up mentioning the show sometimes and they'll always mention him. Oh, that is so <laughs> sweet. I love it. I can't wait. Hey, bud, what's going on? Let's go over. Hi, Kelly. So what's your favorite food? favorite food that's a great question uh everything <laughs> um, honestly at the end of the day my mom's cooking it's, it's not a food group Ooh. but i think it is anytime i get to come home and be with my mom and have her cook me anything is just a treat so i got here yesterday and was it yesterday day before yesterday and she had homemade molasses cookies homemade chocolate cake um, today we had uh, uh, cornbread and, and beans, all fresh. So, yeah, my mom's cooking. <laughs> and what's yours? Mine's pizza. Oh, pizza. What's your favorite pizza, though? What's uh, on pepperoni, it? sausage, and supreme. And he's got a new one now, too. Yeah, uh, and pepperoni. Uh, that, I mean, no. no. Oh, pineapple. <laughs> Pineapple's good, too. I don't, yeah. I don't like the haters that say, I don't, I don't like pineapple. Pineapple should be on pizza. I love pineapple on pizza. So, so many people on the show, it's always told him you should try that. And finally he tried it and he loved it. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Trying yeah. something new is, is great. I like mushrooms on mine. Ah. Mm. He likes mushrooms too. Yes. Cool. All right. So what's your TV show? My favorite TV show. Oh, I watch so much TV. Um, <laughs> Right now, my favorite TV show is Yellowstone. Ah, a lot of people, yeah. that's their favorite. That's my new favorite right now. I got a ton, but that's like what I'm into right now. So I'm a big old fan of Kevin Costner. And I got to sing for him once. So it was really oh, neat. Wow. Yeah, that was, it was really fun. He's a, he's a good looking man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> and what's I yours? My, my and so are you. Uh, my SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Oh, Squidward. Oh my gosh. That that's a funny show. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And oh, what's so been what's you. been really cool with the show is he watches a lot of Nickelodeon Disney shows. So we've been able to bring a lot of people from his shows onto our show. Oh my gosh. Who did you get to talk to? Well, we, we've got we brought Ava Coker on from Disney. We brought Mallory James Mahoney on from Disney. Oh my um, I she's don't know what, what, they, what voices they we, did. She's from Bunked. The oh, okay. Okay, got and it. And then and then Ava Coker, she's from Sydney to the Max on Disney. Awesome. Okay, wow. But you yeah, are so killing we, it. Was that so really we, exciting for you to, to yes. you know, get to talk yeah. with them? That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Who who was your favorite that you've interviewed so far? Uh you're not gonna pick, are you? No, <laughs> he won't pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You see what she did? He could have picked me. Yeah. It would have been the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> you pick her, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you're growing up. I tell you yeah. what. He's got one more question. So, what's a favorite movie? My favorite movie. Oh, I was just thinking about this the other day. <laughs> um, terms of endearment. It's a good one. Oh yeah, I love it because I love my mama so much. It's it's just our movie, you know. I just love that. Yeah, and I love uh, Shirley MacLaine. My the Minions movie. The Minions movie. Oh god, that is so funny. What did I watch the other day? That was a really cute one. Um, the new Disney movie about the the little boy that becomes like a human when he when he gets on water, but he's a like a merman. Oh, you haven't seen that one yet? No, Luca, I haven't. Luca. 
Ah. Mm-hmm. You have to watch really that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, and Coco. Coco was a really good one, too. <laughs> so right. I love that. Thank so you. good to see you. Yeah. Bye. Thank thanks. you for always interviewing me. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he, he graduated from one question each show last year to this year. We've been doing three questions for him because he I wants in this, he wants eventually have his own podcast. So we're going to we told him we'll do it next summer. Yes, he'll little, be 10 then. Like a 10, you know, 10 minutes with Chris type thing. Yes, 10 awesome. minutes with 10-year-old Chris DeHarso. Oh, 10 minutes with Chris. I love that. You guys are so <laughs> awesome. What great parents you are. That is oh, incredible. Thank you. So, what yeah. are some sources of inspiration for you? Um, let's see. I have to, this is a really interesting question. I'm glad you asked it because um, I think uh, you know, the first instinct is to say another artist's name or mm-hmm. your family's name or something like that. And I really never have um, uh, worshipped or been inspired uh-huh. by other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't... I don't know why I just, I guess I take little pieces of, of things that I think are interesting or mm-hmm. I mean, they could be just split second moments of someone's song or, or a movie yeah, or uh, uh, what I, something I see and I, I kind of combine that, but I don't really admire or look up to anybody or anything. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I'm as, I'm as original as it gets. Like I just don't, I, I'm not trying to be like anybody else, but Love what that. inspires me is, um, is me and I know that sounds weird but I'm always shocked at like some of the stuff I'm able of capable of doing I, I just go I don't know how I'm gonna get this done I don't know how I'm gonna get through this but mm-hmm. I, I, I I do and you know it's from the strength of the people that I love around me and yeah and I mean that that's inspiring I'm like dang I got it done you know I'm proud of myself <laughs> yeah. and I have to, we know, get what you're saying because absolutely you know we get totally it, yeah. get that because when we launched this show we never imagined where it would be just Completely 23 months grassroots. later we had no backing no experience everybody thought you guys we know the hustle it. the hustle is so hard like I'm not looking up to anybody that's already made it congratulations yeah. that's wonderful continue mm-hmm. your success right. I'm more inspired by the people out there just grinding it you know yes, trying to trying you know, to how are there. you doing mm-hmm. it how are you figuring it out i mean yeah those little just little things i take you know from from them and hopefully i'm i'm also inspiring and creating you know inspiration for others to continue to move forward with whatever it is that they're doing and know that and no it ain't no it's ain't, nothing's easy i mean yeah, nothing is easy at not. all i mean i think about people that go back to school and they're trying to get their degree yeah. i go <sighs> it's to be it's to be commended so for me anytime i i I accomplish something i'm like what (laughs) getting it done absolutely i've had a hard time celebrating my successes so that is a definitely a thing i've been trying to change within always gotta take time to to celebrate and enjoy that credit for the things Mm -hmm. the good things that you have like they say you gotta sometimes stop and smell the roses yes it's so true yeah and i also have a hard time with that i'm like god i've got to I've got to really live my life no matter what, you know, and it's really sometimes hard when you just have blinders on to this goal of yours, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I do, I want to, I want to have more fun. I want to be a little more, you know, crazy and wild. Cause I'm such a, you know, I'm my work ethic is like a workhorse, you know, I just go, 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 <laughs> but I do want to start having more fun. I want to go on a vacation. Oh, God knows. I, Oh, God, I want to go to Santorini, Greece. Like, there's so many things me and my mom oh, want to go that's to. A few, that's on my bucket list to go yes. there someday. 
Yes, you know what I else is on my bucket that. list? I have two major things. And one mm-hmm. of them, you're going to think I'm crazy. So one, I want to go get baptized in the Jordan River. Oh, oh well. that would be amazing. Yes. Be, I've never been baptized. I always uh, wanted to be baptized. Oh, I love I love the Lord. It. Like I'm, I'm just, I love, I, I just want to, I don't go to church. So, mm, but I love the Lord. I'm a spiritual, spiritual woman. Um, and the yep. second, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, I'd be able to be baptized in the, in the river. He was oh, Jesus. Oh. Yes. Incredible. Yes. Second, <laughs> I want to cage dive with great white sharks. Sharks. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That, that would be, be a cool so one too. That would. What's yeah, a lifetime wow. experience there? Yeah, it, it would be uh, scary, but at the same time, you know, if you know, because you see, you see the horror they're stories. Dinosaurs. Where some... <laughs> they're dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. Like I want to yeah. see a dinosaur. I've seen an alligator and crocodile. Oh my god, great! Mm-hmm. Let's see a dinosaur. They're dinosaurs. So, yeah, that's <laughs> yes. that's 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 my my big bucket list for now. Awesome. And what would you like for your legacy to be in the music industry? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Mm, man. Just being the most kick-ass entertainer, entertainer of the year, 20 years in a row, right here, baby. I want to put on the most incredible live show you've ever seen. Um, the, I, I want my vocals to always be as spot on as possible. I want people to walk away going, not only is her album great, and not only is her voice, you know, just just like you hear it on the album, amazing, but she can she put on a great show. We had a Love lot it. of fun. Yeah, you know, just just um, I, I want it to be an epic brand that people remember for for years to come. I want to be um, uh, just just an icon in 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 fashion, and um. I don't know. Shake things up a little bit. It's a little too bland to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, how many more t-shirts and cowboy hats? And oh, yes. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to shake things up a little. Stir that. Bring a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? I freaking love you. You guys have been here from day one supporting me, loving me and pushing me and promoting me as much as y'all can in your own way. And I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for everybody that has already downloaded and listened to and liked my new single Dandelion. Um, It's one of many, many songs you guys are going to hear. And I'm so excited for the release of the other ones. It's really going to take it to the next level. I mean, we're, we're very excited to get those to your ears very, very soon. Um, We're hoping by March, um, so thank you guys for always just loving and supporting me. If you like anything that I'm doing, please make sure to share. And, um, uh, I'll, I'll be seeing you guys hopefully in a town near you once I get on a, on a tour. And that's the goal is to get on tour and come see you guys in person, not just on the camera. Exactly. Right. I want to shake your hand. I want to hug you. <laughs> Love that. Now, back in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guest the same question I asked her of where she wanted to be in five years, because the answer she gave us back then is almost to the T of what she's living right now. So yeah. knowing that, where do you want to be or see yourself in five years? Oh, I have already won um, three Grammys. <laughs> Three Grammys. Um, I'm touring constantly. Um, I have uh, 
working with some of the most incredible producers and songwriters on the planet. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a position to give back. I want to be in a position to help others. Um, that's what it's about. That's what it's all it is. About. It is. It's always, it's always what it's been about for me. Like, how can I help others? If I cannot help myself right now, I've got to help myself first and then I can give back. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's ultimately the kind of person I want to be. And that kind of person, well, the person I am, I just want to be able to do it on a much larger scale than I am right now. Um, exactly. It isn't about fame for me, and it never has, and it never will be. It's never about fame. It's about respect within this art, this craft, and this industry. I want to be known as a great songwriter. I want to be known as a great singer, live performer, all those things. Um, just having the respect that I've um, not, not that's not owed to me by any means, not owed, right. but that I've earned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, yes. and just have have the most uh, incredible fan base. I don't want to cause um, t- any controversy. You know, I, <laughs> I, I think about people that are in the industry that cause controversy by doing stupid stuff. And I go, oh, yes, you how dare you? Time. I, I get I get yeah. offended. I'm like, if I was in your position and how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people would love to be in your position and you're mm-hmm. screwing it up, you know, yes, so, it's like, why? Yeah. But- Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I just want to be a good person. I want to help others. I want to. I want to be able to be happy with in whatever I'm doing. And uh, um, at the end of the day, you know, this ain't no pageant answer, but make the world a little bit better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's look further down the road. Let's say 15 years down the road, and you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today could meet her your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? Whew. This is, <laughs> got these, pageant, these are pageant questions. These are like wild questions. Okay. Um, what would I like to say to her? Yeah. Remind her of. Um, <clears throat> you got where you wanted to be. You have everything you've ever wanted in every single aspect of your life. You're, you're, you're doing what you want to do. But... Remember when you weren't so happy? Mm. Remember when you were really, really sad and you struggled and it was really, really hard? Don't forget the struggle. Don't forget how hard it was. And Mm -hmm. look at the people trying to come up behind you and help them because they're in the same position you were in. And don't overlook them. Nobody, you are not above anybody. So I really want to help at the end of the day, I want to help people. So if I was going to tell her, I'll just remind her, like, don't forget, you may be in this mm-hmm. la la land of happiness, but there's other people that would it comes love responsibility. To be in the same, it comes mm-hmm. responsibility. And I'm willing to take on that job. Mm-hmm. I want love to always that. be able to, to to be who I am now for the rest of my life. The exactly. humble person I feel like I am. So as we close out here, um, you had a friend of yours and they feel called to music. They've played a few shows. They're still getting their feet wet, but they know that this is what they want to do with the rest of their life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next few years? Okay. Repeat the question one more time. Let's say you had a friend of yours and they feel called to music. They know that they're supposed to do this with their life. Okay, what advice would and they're good. It's not that they're that they think they're 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 good. They got the talent, but they you know they played maybe 40, 50 shows of it. They're still getting their feet wet, but they know that this is it. What advice would you kind of give them to kind of help guide them the next couple of years? Hmm. I would say um 
what I want to say is like the initial thing I want to say is like be a social media guru because I'm not. And I think that is obviously so important right now, unfortunately, uh, to, to make that a priority because I don't want them to struggle like I have. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want them to. Yeah. I, I'd rather them make that a priority so that's not an issue in the future. Like, um, but you're wearing a ton of hats. And I would, I still at the end of the day would tell them to write with as many people as you can. Don't write with just the same people over and over again. You have to be, you have to like branch out and figure out who you are. Um, perform in front of as many people as possible, as many times as possible. Because mm -hmm. really like, man, I would not be as good as I am had I not played all those shows yeah. in Vegas. <coughs> I mean, mm -hmm. six nights a week, five hours a night. It's, mm. You know, I'm prepared for something big. You know, I prepared for something big. So there's just there's just so much to do. I don't want to ever discourage anyone, but it's hard. Be prepared for how hard it is. And sometimes very how you know discouraging it can be, but how amazing the end result is is worth every bit of blood, sweat, and tears. So um probably, you know, be be very, very active on social media. Oof. Like you that. definitely can and sense then, the passion in you. You can. Thanks. Thanks. Well, it's finally good to be able to know who the hell I am. I mean, <laughs> what I'm doing, you know, it's awesome. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to people, other people saying that, you know, um, they'll mostly, you know, they'll, they'll see it in my live shows. If anybody ever comes to see me, like you can hear my song and go, oh, that's a great song or, or I hate that song, but you come see me live. It's a totally different ballgame. Mm -hmm. At least I think it is. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Bless my friend's heart. That's all I know. Bless her, bless his or her heart. That's <laughs> but I, I got their back. I got their back. I'll always be there to support my friends. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think I think oh, you know what? End of the day, stay humble. No. You are not yes. that good. You're just not. I'm not that good. There are people so much better than I am. Ten billion times better than I am. Stay humble. You're not that good. You know, write that. write some good songs. Like the song Humble and Kind. Oh, yes. <sighs> That I gotta learn that song. It's so good. <laughs> giving me giving me trouble. But yeah, that's a that's a big that's a big deal to me. Like, no matter what happens, just be cool. Just just you know, you aren't better than anybody else. So love that. So as we close out, tell everybody how they can find you and pick up your songs. So always under construction, but um, CallieTucker.com. That's where you can find um, a lot of the information about me and my life. Um, songs I've done in the past. And um, uh, all, uh, Facebook is going to be Callie Tucker Official, and that's always C A L I. Um, Instagram is at Callie Tucker Music, and those are my two main ones. I'm just now kind of getting into TikTok and God about Twitter. How many more that I, I got to learn? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but all but all, hmm. all the music that I have currently out, whether it's cover songs from back in the day I did to the new single dandelion or future releases will obviously be on Spotify available on Spotify, iTunes, all the other digital distribution sites. I mean, it's, it'd be hard to miss me. And of course, YouTube, I've got my YouTube channel. So yeah. Love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show. Today. We so definitely look forward to having you back for more updates. Yes. Thank you so much. You know what? I just remembered, I got to give a shout out to one of my best friends, Dominique Gallagher. She's mm -hmm. also been a very supportive friend. I mean, I actually have so many supportive friends like Josh and, and Jen and Char. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I felt, felt bad. I didn't even, 
to give them a shout out, but I do have a lot of great people in my life, but, um, yeah, they're, they're incredible. Everybody's, everybody's always helping me. I, I cannot be ungrateful to any of that. So. Love yeah. that. And you know, like I said, we enjoyed it and you're welcome back anytime. Anytime. Thank you so much. I'll let you guys know when my next single gets released and we Please should do, do. this again. Please do. Okay. Thank on. you for having me. I love you guys. Oh, love, love you bye, too. Chris. Thanks for your time.